Welcome everybody to the Minimap cast. This is uh, minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello, I just realised that there's a plant behind me in full frame which is fucking dead and got a giant light on it. <laughs> Look at this plant. Yeah. Look at these twigs. I, I put it there to get more sun and it, it hasn't it hasn't revived itself yet, so I'm not, not too sure what's going on with it. Jeremy, here's a question. Have you given it any water? Yeah. Yes, I guess I okay, have. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Just because from the only description that we had was like, I tried to give it more sun, but it didn't work. I'm not sure what's going on. I just like the idea you just like move it around the house, but never feed it anything. You never give it any water. And you're like, why is it dying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you, Jeremy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I've been exploring various realms lately in like 2018's God of War. No, more like oh. 2002's Second Life. <laughs> is it really that old? Oh, that game is ancient. That game is really old. I'm not 100% sure when it came out. Second Life. Um, 2003. By extension, sorry, I feel 2003. like... You, you, 2003, sorry. Oh, okay. It's a little erroneous there, Jeremy, but yeah. I'll forgive it. Um, yeah. I feel like in the same vein, you should also be playing RuneScape. <laughs> yeah not quite but like yeah yeah i know yeah. i know what you mean yeah uh everyone this is the minimap cast thanks for joining us which however you're joining us uh you will have noticed perhaps that last week we didn't have an episode out i was sick but i'd been sick the week before and i was kind of coming good the monday and we tried to make it work later in the week and we never ended up making it work so we didn't mention it because we thought we might get something out on the friday or the saturday it didn't happen so here we are there were multiple days where we tried and the stars just did not align (laughs) no no they did not align at all um jeremy's house sprung multiple leaks on the weekend just the fucking worst so here we are we're back fear not if if you were afraid do not be (laughs) we are back you can stop being afraid. Uh, let's get on with the rigmarole, shall we? Uh, thank you for joining us, as always. It's great to have you here. Uh, you could join us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, or you can watch us. Uh, oh my goodness, my face. I just I just made the script full screen, and it just... Yeah, no, nothing's bright like that. <laughs> I need a... There's no dark mode on the um on the browser version, is there? Uh, no, it's a that's that is a web that is an app only thing, which is annoying because the app has got a memory. Ah, that kind of makes me want to like turn inverted colors on on my screen, so <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> annihilate me. All right, here we go. Take two. Uh, you can catch us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, or you can watch us on YouTube or on Twitch as we record the show live. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give the show a positive rating wherever you are listening to us. Uh, and if you want to join us as we record the show, we are live every Monday, except for last week, uh, 5.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, or Daylight Time, whichever one it is, uh, at twitch.tv slash minimapau, uh, or from our YouTube channel as well, that's minimapau. Uh, best way to find that channel is to go through our website, find the associated videos on our posts, and you can find the YouTube channel that way. Uh, before, during, and after the show, we do hang out with Twitch chat, which is always a good time. Uh, we'd love it if you joined us there for it. We can chat about uh, the cats. I showed off my cat before, who's just behind me. We heard about someone's cat in chat. 
uh, by the name of Suvi, who's watching the show. Hi, Suvi. <laughs> uh, it's awesome to hang out and chat with everybody. Uh, so if you're free and you're here when we're live, I highly recommend it. Uh, be sure to keep up to date with us uh, when we post a new episode or anything else happens for minimap.com.au. Uh, you can do that, obviously, by going to the website, or you can follow our social accounts. That's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch accounts, all under minimapau. That's the letters AU, not spelled out like AU. Uh, <laughs> for example, uh, <laughs> it's a good way to know. <laughs> that's a good one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, it's a good way to know what the topic of the show is going to be each week. Uh, last week for episode 117, or two weeks ago now, uh, we covered all of the mainline Halo games and we ranked them, uh, which was a really fun time. Um, a long episode, turns out. We could have done a whole episode just on the rankings. Uh, but that was a really fun one. Next week, we're looking at doing something that Jeremy's had in the hopper for a while, which is a metaverse deep dive, a sort of a lay of the land of what the metaverse has to offer the end user in 2022. Yeah, the, um, uh, oh, I, I had a, I had a, a, a pitch for it, which I, which I wrote the beginning of it. Um, okay. it was what the fuck even is the metaverse? Um, <laughs> good pitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was basically like, is there like, is there really anything here? Is basically what it was. Like, is there anything that is nice? <laughs> right. Okay. Is there any merit to yeah. the metaverse as it stands? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's that's coming up next week. I'm looking forward to that. That's been that's a that's a. Jer that's that's Jeremy's baby, that project. So I'm really interested to see what he's been putting together for it. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about the best Nintendo DS games. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a ranking or just a, these are our top three, but we're going to be talking about them. Probably going to hear stuff about Nintendogs, Brain Age, like uh, probably not... Um, what was the Metroid Prime game that came out at launch? Bounty Hunters or something? Feder no, not Federation. Federation, Federation Force? No, no, no. There was one that was... It was a Metroid Prime game. I think it was Metroid Prime Hunters. I had the... It, I had a demo cartridge. I got a cartridge that was just a demo <laughs> for that game. Yeah, right. That game was scary. Uh, so that's what we're doing today. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, lastly, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you can throw $5 our way and become one of our patrons. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash minimapau. It helps us continue to do this. You can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, and it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk. Once again, that is patreon.com slash minimapau if you want to support us monetarily. Something wrong. What, what's that face, Brad? <laughs> what's the problem? My hair's slowly turning into the doc from Back to the Future. <laughs> your hair's turning into... into you, so because of your hair, you think you're, you're looking more and more like Doc Brown. It's very... It's, it's very every direction the moment a little wispy well it's it's every it's every because it's it's too long and it doesn't stay together currently anymore i, I think i'm gonna get a haircut tomorrow actually um the it's just it's just all fucked look how far and far <laughs> back that's going and this is poking out and it's up here and it's over there and bloody nonsense 
doesn't know doesn't know whether it's up or down. It's got no idea what to do. Doesn't know it's left from right. Not even. Well, not, it still looks even. good, Jeremy. I, I'm still Thank enjoying you. being surprised every time I see you on camera. I'm like, you're blonde. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm gonna get it cut tomorrow, and I'm gonna get him to cut it an inch before the blonde ends. Yeah. So I'll have a little bit of frosted tips for a little bit, and if I hate it, I'm just gonna yeah. shave it completely. A full inch bef- below that. Oh, I mean, like a couple of centimeters. A couple of centimeters. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Just realizing I didn't start my timer. I reckon we're about nine minutes in, maybe. I reckon Who knows? so. Uh, Jeremy. Kerry. We thought about, we didn't really think about this. We thought about uh, starting the episode with the games that I've been playing this week, but we thought it might be good if we about uh, spoke about games that came out this decade, rather games that came out um, when I was seven. So, Jeremy, why don't you start us off with Cult of the Lamb? Sure. Um, so, I've been playing Cult of the Lamb. Uh, Cult of the Lamb is... Melbourne-made game. Melbourne-made game. I went to the launch party, which was, which was, which was pretty neat um, on, on Friday. Uh, turns out... Made by Massive Monster, right? Yes, Massive Monster. Um... They made Adventure Pals, if you, if you know of that game. Um, Googling. As it turns out, Kerry, there is more yeah. than one Acme in Melbourne. <laughs> I didn't know this. Um, <laughs> I went to the wrong one. Um, so, Call of the Lamb is a top-down isometric. It's not isometric, but it's, it's, a, it's a top-down... Like tilt-shift like, almost. Yeah, yeah, like tilted angle... But like two D characters, like like um, like Binding of Isaac, for example, um, or like Castle Crashes, uh, where you are a lamb um, who uh, was killed and sacrificed, um, and then the 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 devil god, whatever it is, um, the one says, who waits, I think. Yes. Um, basically says, hey, guess what, lamb? You're going to be my lamb and you're going to start a cult in my name and take revenge against the ones that that are, that are imprisoning me here. Four, four funny-looking um, villainous uh, devils. Kind of, kind of insecty things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it is a it is a roguelike where you go through dungeons and you are uh, collecting materials and defeating uh, enemies and getting different weapons and getting a different like uh, like special ability that is crossed with a um, little cult simulator thing where you get you can find followers in the dungeons and you bring them back and then you get them to work for your cult by making them build things or making them worship the the devil that you're worshiping or making them chop down wood or or mine stone or farm um and so you you'd play in this these these two different games which are which are feeding into each other um the the actual the gameplay is interesting because it's it is very it is very um Hades um, where it is is very basic. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. It's very Hades. If Hades was only melee weapons, um, where you are okay. just swords, hammers which are slow swords, or daggers which are fast swords. Um, <laughs> uh, there's no like bow and arrow. There's no throw the shield or anything like that. It is. It is just. It is just whack. Um, as far as I'm aware. I've I've not found any other weapons. The arenas are pretty tight. They're pretty contained. Yeah, yeah. Like so they're, they're, that they're, makes sense. They are small. Um, and then you've got this other ability, which is like similar to the that thing that you throw out in Hades, the whatever the fuck it's called. 
Oh, uh, that red thing. Yeah, the red diamond thing. Um, you've got red. a you've got an ability like that, which might be like a like a short little like stomp, or it might be a throw the one thing out, or it might be shoot a beam across, and it's it's a bit longer. Um, very basic stuff. Um, the, look, the, the gameplay is not it's not Hades like caliber. Um, it's not it's not trying to be. Um, but don't go in this expecting like like another Hades. It's gonna be the most amazing feeling game. Um, it's 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 fine. The gameplay is fine. Um, the actual aesthetic of the game, I think, is its strongest um, like aspect. Um, the the animations are stellar. They are really 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 good. Um, they are this quick like like really intense animations of you know like you are this this cute little lamb that's wandering around and then like. Like a like red, smiling at everything, yeah, smiling at everything, and then like a beam will shoot across the entire screen, and then your eyes will turn red, and there'll be this white beam in the middle. Um, it, it's it's very it's very it's a very animated game. Um, mm. The effects are really good, and like the actual character animations are really fun. The enemies are quite neat as well, um, and the worlds are are really cool. Like it's all this like gothic foresty kind of areas there are other biomes I've, i'm still only in the first chunk my my cult is cult level two currently um and then there's the the simulation aspect i don't i don't love this game and i really want to i like it but i really don't love it um i think i think that the 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 two the two games either don't feed into each other enough or are not separate enough. They're in this awkward, like they are, they are directly related, but I don't feel like I'm specifically doing anything for my cult aside from collecting a broad range of everything. Mm. When I go on runs, like I'm still early, but like, I haven't felt that like I'm, I'm doing the first boss of the four. I assume maybe five, if there's a final one after which I'm assuming there is, um, the but the the cult farming stuff is just like it's 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 not quite clean um they uh it's 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 largely autonomous but i i would rather either something more hands on to do or something even way less um mm. give me the give me the don't starve i think formula is what i actually want um this game borrows a lot of that in terms of like it, you know, there's, it's it's the same animated style. Um, it is base building similar to Don't Starve, except this is obviously like this is on a grid and it, there's no there's no violence happening at your base. Um, but the, I don't know, it's just missing something, and it, I just I'm not loving it, and I'm not happy that I'm not loving it because I really want to love it. Um, yeah, because the rest of the game is so good, it's so put together. The combat is fine; it's fine. Maybe this should have been either two games or mm. make both of them better. Mm. <laughs> neither of them are, are neither of them a top tier. This together, they're good, but they're not. They don't elevate each other to be like a more than some of their parts. They are exactly the sum of their parts, and they feel a bit separate. I guess from what you're saying, they, they like feel- they link in with each other, but they don't elevate each other. 
Yeah, I think. No, like, like there are things that 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 they, that they link it to each other. For example, you know, like if I find someone who I can bring into my cult while I'm out there, I will remember them when they come back, and I will be like, "Oh, I remember you from Thingo." And then you can, but like you can also, you, when you bring an animal into your cult, you can immediately change what they look like and 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 everything like instantly. Um, hmm. So it sort of defeats the purpose of like me finding people. Like you might as well just give me a piece of paper saying, "Hey, new cult member," because I can just change what they look like immediately. Um, yeah, like they're entire. Like if they're a horse, you can turn them into a zebra or a, it, or yes. a cat. It, yeah, yeah. Like you can change their entire form. Um, you, you can you name you can name them. They they all have pretty popular names, or you can name them. I've been calling every single one of my cult members Greg because I think that's funny. I th- I think that is funny. Yeah. Are you worried, Jeremy, that there is perhaps a difficulty in individualization? <laughs> So and I didn't, rather there is a lack thereof. I didn't think about that until it started to say like, hey, do you want to assign this bed to Greg or Greg or Greg or Greg or Greg? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's and it's so like, funny. you know, Greg is starving or like, hey, deliver this to Greg. I'm like, oh, yep. fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, the actual location, the actual area you can play in for your... Uh, to build your cult is it feels quite small. Um, you know how when you walk around uh, a farm in Stardew Valley, it feels big in comparison to your player. Um, you know you've got a yeah. ton of space. You know you don't fill up that space quickly. Um, this is obviously a shorter game than Stardew Valley, but I feel like I'm going to fill up this. I'm going to hit those edges maybe sooner rather than later. Um, that's unless they introduce a way where you don't really need, you don't even need to use all of it to sort of max out everything, which which is probably for the best. Um, uh, you can name your cult. Um, I called my cult Web Three. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, because that's a cult. Um. <laughs> it's very good, Jeremy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 just let that one stew for a little bit <laughs> um i know people who use subtext yeah they're cowards um they're all cowards yeah look i i think this game is good i just don't love it um and i really want to and maybe i will i'm gonna keep playing mm. it I'm, I'm not planning on stopping Sorry. So you said you're early and stuff like that. How many hours do you think you've put in? I've I probably only put in about three or four. Um, okay. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. It's, it's hard to tell because I've been playing it on Switch. Um, yeah. I, I've played the demo. Yeah. Um, so I could speak to how the combat feels and how the, the very, very, very surface level of the cult stuff feels, but like that's about it. Um, but something interesting, I was listening to Kind of Funny's review earlier today. Another Greg. That, <laughs> another Greg. That's right. Another two Gregs. Uh, something that uh, Greg was saying is that <laughs> your <laughs> Greg, Greg Miller, or Greg or Greg, <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that um, you're you're not building a village. These cultists aren't your family; they're your cattle. Yes, and and I'm now up to the point where they are they are explicitly becoming expendable, and I'm and I'm to start sacrificing them. Yeah, um, and. I think that's maybe 
like I think I think that will be interesting, and I I I have a feeling that's going to change my feelings on the actual mm. like management of the cult, um, which I think is probably yeah. good. But I think I needed that earlier. Um, okay. Because I am also building up loyalty for these cult members, where they will I will do quests for them, and mm-hmm. I will make sure they are fed and make sure I'm cleaning up after them. And I am, I am also working for them. Yeah. Which is not how cults work. Um, by the way, uh, is it how the start of a cult works though? You know what I mean? Is it that like sort of being effusive and being generous? You know what I mean? Are they, th- are they trying to, I think it's always got to be, it, it's always about the life cycle of a cult. I think it's always about serving though. Isn't it? Isn't that sort of the point? Yeah, but how do you get people to do that when it's just you and, like, four other people? Like, you can't just be a dick because they're going to leave. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I get it. Um, but I think that maybe they should have got across earlier that, like, hey, like, like don't like don't form attachments. <laughs> um, because they're yeah. all cute animals. They are. They are really cute. They have animals. names, Carrie. <laughs> they have names. Oh, my God. I gotta go back and listen to that episode. Fuck, that was so um, funny. If anyone who from isn't the, aware, the poor zoo, the poor rabbits. Uh, there was an episode of of the podcast where I spoke about my time in Let's Build a Zoo, yeah. and I had hamsters that were breeding and dying at a at a at a at a at a cascading rate at a at a yeah. at an explosive rate, and I I realized at the end that those zookeepers weren't going in and cleaning them out, and um. Then I found a tab and every single one of those hamsters had names. <laughs> Your abject horror at this realization. I, I was, was very funny. crying when, when, I, when I found that. That was that was such a good laugh. Um, yeah. Well, um Yeah. Yeah, Greg Greg said the same where he was like, Oh, I was naming them like I named this one after my wife, and I named this one Blessing, I named this one Andy, and I named this one Andrew Golfab. And then he said, after a while, like it's like on a farm, like you, you, you don't name the chicken that you're going to kill and eat for dinner yeah. in a month anything because you can, it's, it's for food. You don't like, yes. you don't, you don't name your livestock because like you, you gotta, you gotta kill them. <laughs> and then like, that's what, that's, that's how this cult simulator turns. Yeah. 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 I don't, it does sound like, it does sound like thing. that's the real meat of the simulation stuff. And so, yeah, I can see if you're not biting into it, getting to that. I wonder if that does change it for you at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I need to play more, but I, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird mix. Mm. So. Yeah, great to see great to see a local game get such good recognition. Ooh, yeah. I don't think we've seen that since like Florence, in a way, like on this level. Um, yeah. It's hard, right? Because there are other games that do pretty well, but yeah. in like just in 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 different in different ways, you know. Like Frog Detective yeah, always does pockets. well enough. Um, yeah, you know, Umarangi did quite well as well, but in again, in in a, in a not not commercial, but in a critical way. Was that Melbourne based? I believe so, or Australian at least. I, not I made in New Zealand. Uh, no, Australian. Oh, I think, I think, I think, I think Vez is in Australia. I'm on it. Anyway, well, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you got to play it. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm, and I I'm continuing to play it. Um, I kind of wish I bought it on PC only because it's it's a little bit hitchy sometimes on Switch. Oh um, right, not not often and never in combat. Um, but like it's like in between loading like areas and stuff. Like when it loads in, it'll sort of hitch for a second here and there, and it 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 runs at a I think it's running at an inconsistent thirty to fifty. Um, and it mm. it's it's just I I, I would have rather played down. I would have rather played it on a um. At a consistent sixty. Yep. Yeah, I, I, more and more, I'm feeling like the switch is no longer up to task. Um, yeah, it's tricky because it seems like that they, they they really want to run it for a while longer, and like, oh, if you be, if know, you believe man. the new reports, which I mean, I do because as far as I'm aware, the old ones were still correct as well. Um, yeah, there will be new hardware by the end of next year. Yeah, end of next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not finding anything about where these people are based. Video game developer located in Australia. Okay, well, there's that much at least. That's that's fine. Uh, you've also been playing a couple of other things, Jeremy. These are all on Switch. You've only been playing Switch. I played two Switch games. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I also played Apex this week. I don't really want to. Do we want to talk yeah. about Apex? Yeah. I don't know. We've done it a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm playing Live Alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you were excited for that before it came out. I, I was, and it's 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 cool. It's really cool. Um, yeah. Live Alive is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> like the the that H- HD 2D that HD 2D that they've got going on the the, the um. The shaders they've got on the trees in Live Alive, the the, it's a really good looking game. It's a really really good looking game. What a good way to elevate the previous art style without mm. replacing it, but like just making it better. Yeah, it's fucking for those awesome. who don't know, Live Alive was like an SNES game, I think, that never came to the West. Uh, yeah, um, yes, uh, it's a JRPG. Uh, and it's been brought to the Switch with that art style that you see from Octopath Traveler, where you've got 2D pixel art assets, um, but sort of in like a 3D world with like realistic lighting effects. So these characters cast shadows and there's gorgeous like lantern light and dappled light from the trees, like you, yeah. uh, like you were saying. So, And like there's, you know, like a much more readable menus and, and you know, flashier effects going on as well. Um, but the actual gameplay of Live Alive is it, it's a it's a, a tactics ish, um, mm-hmm. similar to um, what's that what's that game that was meant to come out and then like the day before it got like Advance Wars. Advance Wars. It's, it's kind of like Advance Wars. Um, right. Kind of like Advance Final Wars, Fire Emblem, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy tactics. tactics. Yeah, yeah. Um, except Live Alive is what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight really? One, two, three, it's seven. Four, I thought five, six, seven, eight. Uh, eight. I'm seeing here on Wikipedia. Um, okay. Yeah, I counted it four times just to make sure. Um, <laughs> uh, mini stories. Um, Little vignettes. Yeah, but like, the, but the, some of them are kind of like some of them are kind of long. Like some of them you can do in ninety minutes, but some of them you can you like are six hour games. Um. Wow. Where it is, it is basically the same 
uh, like the, the same core combat and and RPG like structure, um, but they all each have an additional twist to them. Um, I've only been playing one of them accidentally. I accidentally started the longest one, um, right. or one of the longest ones, which is the the near future is the one that I've started, um, where you play as an as an orphan named Akira um, in pursuit of a biker gang, um, which I I don't know I don't. You haven't seen the movie Akira Carey, but it is. No, I haven't. Turns out it's just it's just that, um, which is good because that's a good story and a good movie. Um, right. Kinda. Um, it, it's very funny. The uh, the the opening text is like, oh, uh, like he wants to you know save his uh, uh, revenge his father's death against the biker gang called the Crusaders, um, and then uh, you know. Try and summon the Mech Steel Titan or something like that. Mech it's like Titan. it's like oh, this personal story about an orphan and then giant Mech thrown in, yeah. um, which was very funny. Uh, the music is is really quite good. the The combat is really fun. It's it's uh, it is a, this is an old RPG. If you have ever played one of those old RPGs, it is one of those. Do not going mm-hmm. in. Ex- do not go in expecting a new one because you will not get it. Um, some of the times it is obtuse in terms of exactly the, it wants you to do things in exactly the order it is programmed in and occasionally I'm sitting here going I've, I've spoken to everybody but they won't let me leave the room what the fuck am I meant to yeah. do yeah um, but I think I, it's it's really cool the the the, the dialogue is quite um, good and it's 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 quick and it's sharp and it's to the point and it's like watching a Saturday morning cartoon um you, you, you are it is very there's very little fluff um but what is there feels like a filler episode of an anime but that's fine because th- these games aren't super long anyway um i was reading through the names of of the of the scenarios kerry are you aware of what what they are because I'm, I'm gonna read them out to you because they are very funny i know there's like a western and there there's an actual future one and yeah so, so they start. There's, a, you, there's like a caveman one. So on the menu, they start you off with uh, present day, um, yep. and then if you go on, it's like near future, distant future, um, and then there's the Middle Ages. There is the Wild West. There is prehistory. Uh, there is Imperial China, and then the Twilight of Edo, Japan. <laughs> wow! Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's like oh, you know distant future and then very specifically this moment in Japanese history uh, yes. which which made me laugh quite a bit as well um, yeah I, this is it's a cool game it's surprisingly uh, fresh um, considering it's a 30 year old game that is yeah, surprising yeah it's it's really fun um, you know it's like you know when you play one of those old games and it's like it turns out that this is probably just going to be timeless It's it kind of feels like one of those it's like yeah, right. like they put it together really well the first time that it's just going to hold up, mm-hmm. and obviously the new coat of paint is just like really really good. Great. I was going to ask you like your what's your overall thingy on it, but I feel like that's hard to ask with this game until you've actually experienced like at least four or five of the scenarios. Yeah, I I kind of wish I didn't start playing. I I kind of wish I looked up which one was which one was the shortest ones first because I I wanted to play a couple of them before I spoke about it, but it right. but it's been two weeks now that I I just I needed to at least start to get it out there a little bit in terms of my feelings. 
Um, oh, you know, that is funny because it came out and I, and I knew you wanted to play it. And I, I just every time forgot to mention it to you. I meant to be like, oh, what's up with Live Live? Are you playing that? But it's, it's, I, I didn't realize you'd been plugging away at it this, this whole time. Well, no, like, uh, so I, I didn't get it on launch because um, I, I forgot that it came out. Um, and then I had it in my Amazon cart for like a week. Um, and I kept on, I kept on forgetting to just bring it to the purchase thing. And then I'm, I'm going to work. I'm like, oh, Live Alive comes today. And then like, and I'm like, I didn't get an email about it or like a notification. And I check, I check Amazon, like still in your cart. I'm like, oh, I forgot. And then I, once after that, just, I get <laughs> to buy it. <laughs> just didn't That's fix the problem. That's interesting, X. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, well. I'll be keen to hear what your overall impression of it is once you've you've gotten it through more scenarios through. Are you interested in it? Yes and no. Uh, having just recently finished Persona, yeah, fair. Um, Don't want to immediately just jump into another one. Yeah, another eight. Also, I'm playing Final Fantasy X. <laughs> like, like I, I remember saying earlier in the year, oh, I'm playing a lot of JRPGs. Maybe I shouldn't do that so much but i just can't keep away from them right now it's really weird um but at the same time yeah it, it is hard to sign up for a new property that i know is going to be dozens of hours that is in that same jrpg style um so yeah i probably won't get to it for a while which probably which means i probably won't maybe get to it ever but um yeah like you know that's not the biggest deal i'm, I'm happy with what i'm doing at the moment yeah, fair. I like I like the idea of it though. I like the premise. Yeah, no, it's I like a, thinking it's a cool of thing. the alternate reality where Carrie did get to play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining the the picture of Lionel Hutz in The Simpson and he's like terrified of the thought that's in his head and it's like kids <laughs> prancing around the like the paddock and the in the flowers. <laughs> Jeremy, would it surprise you to know that I don't remember that reference? Uh, yeah, I started it and I'm like doesn't know what i'm talking about <laughs> no i don't it's really weird i've seen a lot of the simpsons i've re-watched a lot of the simpsons yeah there's right. stuff that i do get from it but like none of it is seared into my brain the way it is with so many of my friends so they they just say this thing and they're like ah, oh, it's from the simpsons i'm like oh fuck i, well, well, I, I don't know okay <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know how it didn't excuse me i don't know how it didn't stay Neither do I. Like, maybe I was too young. How young were you when you were watching The Simpsons? <laughs> Younger than you. You don't know that. I'm... Yeah, but if you've seen it again... I have. I watched it when I was, like, 16. Yeah. I was younger than that when I started watching The Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, me too. It was on telly, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's talk about Mario Kart. <laughs> Let's talk about Mario Kart. Booster Pack Wave 2 has released. That's eight new courses again for a total of 16 new courses since the DLC was announced and uh, started rolling out. Uh, I spoke about the first wave when that came out. Um, you hadn't played any of them yet, but uh, last week we played through all of them, um, all 16 of the new tracks so far. What did you think of them, Jeremy? I hope they're really good. Um, yeah. The Mario Kart 2 tracks are really fun, and they're really... They they're really pretty. Um, they've got really like neat designs. They're not like, I, I, I'm, I'm playing these goes like, oh, these are not bullshit tracks. Like, not that I expected them to be, but like they're adding good tracks. Um, totally. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun to have an entire host of locations, which are real world, which are being brought into this game. 
Um, Especially an Australian location so soon. Yeah, like Sydney. That's fun. Driving through the Opera House. Yeah. And then flying back into it from the other direction later on during the course. It turns out that's really silly and fun. Yeah, they're really creative um, uh, maps. And it, it, it reminds me of when... Um, the Master Chief Collection began to add maps from the Halo Online game that that was mm. was short lived in in some regions only. Uh, mm. this, this sort of feels like that, where like they're, they're like, "Hey, like we've got this good quality content that's stuck behind a game that is not very good. Um, let's bring it in to the game that everyone loves, so that they can mm. enjoy it." Mm-hmm. Um, how how you how do you feel about them? Uh, yeah, I I came away from the first wave really um positively, um you know seeing how they redesigned some of the N sixty four maps to modernize them a bit. Like Choco Mountain is just it's it's a nightmare to play on the sixty four, um and it's and it's just not a nightmare on yeah the it's Switch. delightful it's fun isn't to play. it? It was really yeah, pretty and they added a train. Oh the the well that's that's in um that's in the desert yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that's the other N sixty four course. Do you remember my delight when, on the third lap, the the course redirects you, so you're going through the tunnel that's going through the middle of the map rather than around the yes. the edge of the course. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing! My little yeah. like for you, like because Mario Kart sixty four is one of the first games I ever played. Like yeah, right. between that and Ocarina of Time and Diddy Kong Racing, those are like mm. the three that I played because my brother was playing them with his friends. And, like, those maps being different and surprising me is so special. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's, it was, it was great. But also, like, some of the other courses that I'm less familiar with, like the Waluigi Pinball that everyone was really happy about being there. That's from the DS game. I don't remember it, but then playing it you're going down the main course of the actual pinball machine and there's these pinballs flying around that are, like, much bigger than your cart and you're like, whoa, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really fun. I honestly think that the the weakest map or the strangest, most different kind of strangest map was that one that was quote-unquote new but is actually just a Mario Kart tour map that hasn't made it into that game yet but it's coming later but made it into this one first. They're like... Sunday mountain thing, the ice cream one. We spend a lot of time like floating in the air in that one, like doing weird like half gravity jumps. I, I actually I quite liked that one, but it, I think it needed a it needed a little bit more Mario Kart eight work. Like give me like an upside down section to make me feel like I'm I'm not just bouncing. Like give me some anti grav yeah. in there. Yeah, and something that the other two of courses have been really good at are the the different like when you're doing the Paris map, you kind of do it twice, but then on the third go, you immediately get turned around and you almost immediately start doing the course backwards. And I think yeah. every course has that variation where Sydney instead does. this way where you went left, now you're going right this lap. And that that changes it for the better um, yeah. each time. And this this new course just didn't have that. So it did feel a bit straight ahead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's great. Mario Kart Eight is fantastic. It is. It's turns great. It's it's turns out it's one of the best games Nintendo maybe have made. Yeah, and like, like, do you, like, like the, I kinda, there are no complaints about this game. Yeah, t- definitely. Um, 
Unless you only own the Wii U version. <laughs> those those people are a little miffed, but That game is great. <laughs> that it is great. That was that was uh, also that's maybe the best looking Wii U game. Maybe. I can't maybe. think of, I don't know. There were, there were some good ones there. Oh yeah, but like that one I always remembered from the day it came out. I was like, wow, this looks good. That was yep. that was the only game, I think, where I was like, fuck, I really wish I had a Wii U. Yeah, I felt that way about um about I feel that way about the Switch too as well in terms of how the graphics look on it. Like it is one of the best looking games on the Switch. Yeah. Um Yeah, it, it's kind of baffling when you you're on the course select screen and you see the original 48 maps and then you hit the shoulder button and it's, it's like, just how about these 40- 48 maps? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> how about an entirely new game's worth of content? Now, yep. granted, it is all remastered content. It is all from Mario Kart's back catalogue or from inactive development ancillary Mario Kart titles. Um, yeah, as far as I'm aware, really there's, exciting, though. there's not going to be any... New maps. No, they're not in. They're not in content development mode. They're in content porting, remastering mode. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a good decision. Um, it it helps extend the life of their most popular game on the Switch. Like, yeah, it's 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 just a good idea, and it does mean that we get more time with these mechanics. More and more time away from them being brand new, so that when we do get something new, it feels even more special. I think, um, you know, I expect Nintendo to come out with a new Mario Kart pretty close to the launch of their next system, because I reckon they saw how well it did with this one, and they're like, we're never not launching a, a console Without and one. not following up with a Mario Kart game within the next twelve months. We're never not going to do that again. It is yeah. always going to happen like that in the future. Yep. It's just it's a, it's an absolute it's an unstoppable juggernaut at this point. It's 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 amazing. Jeremy, speaking of unstoppable young, juggernauts, unstoppable juggernauts. Speaking of young Carrie's ancient memories. Yeah. Why did that have to rhyme so well? Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy X, and this is I, this. So the reason why, the reason why is because it was. The best comfort food when I was sick last weekend. Fair enough. And I was just on the couch and like, uh, you know, I thought, you know, on the Saturday, I was like, oh, I'm just going to rest. That was when it really hit me that Friday, Saturday. Like, I'm just going to rest. And then I was thinking going into the Sunday, like, oh, I'm going to get up, make sure I shower, get dressed, get like have breakfast on time, do the dishes, cook some dinner, and then I can sit down to rest for the rest of the day. And, And that Sunday I got up, showered, and I'm like, fuck, that's it. That's all I'm good for. I'm done. That's it for me. That's me done for the day. I was just too unwell to to be able to push through comfortably. Um And so I just sat down on the on the couch and I I took a picture of my phone from my phone of my projector wall where the where the game was. Um and sent the picture to my brother saying, This is what this is how I'm spending my weekend. And he was like, Oh, where are you up to? What are you up to? I sent him a picture of the sphere grid. And he immediately knew what I was playing. That's the upgrade system in 10. Okay. Um, and it was just perfect soul food. Uh, and, and part of, I think what really prompted me to do it was there was a, uh, a Final Fantasy X speedrun done at the last uh, GDQ, um, which was a cutscene skip speedrun. It cuts more than, 
it's quite interesting actually because like the the same run done with cutscenes is more than twice as long than this like cutscene mod like skip all cutscenes mod uh is so it's a four hour run without any cutscenes and then it's like a 10 hour run with them but watching that was interesting because i was like oh this is cool and i get to see the strats and how they break certain characters and make them super powerful really early Mm -hmm. um but it also had me going like oh these characters this music this visual design um and also i was doing some final fantasy work for work as well so it just it's been a nice return um and i i'm really i'm really really appreciating this game not just as a uh as an old favorite of mine but just in terms of its quality as well especially for its time i was saying to sam it was really interesting i've i've never played any of the previous final fantasy games before one through nine are complete blind spots to me um but for the last couple of weeks for work i was going through a lot of footage of the previous games like a lot of footage and so i got to see the incremental um increases in graphic fidelity and how they you know what the leap was like from nes to snes and from snes to 3d and from ps1 to ps2 and so i sort of, i could see more of its lineage now in final fantasy 10 whereas it used to be that it was just this bombastic thing that i arrived in the middle of i could be like oh you know this is a, a huge leap in quality here this is taken from this game the the combat systems are real departure from the previous entries and that's really interesting with that context um but ultimately i think it's a really special game i think it's a really special jrpg in a way that like final fantasy games are beloved and they are special and they are so many people's um you know first gaming loves or 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 biggest gaming loves or games of all time you know but I think 10 is a really special case in terms of its themes, like rather where it's like it's setting, like, you know how every Final Fantasy game, it's kind of crystals, steampunk, fantasy, or some mix all throughout of those three things. Kind of, yeah. Like there's, there's very little, or, or like kind of futuristic, I guess. I guess that's the fourth thing. And it's kind of a, each each one is kind of a blend of those things. Ten is, I would say, one of the most unique settings because it's it's the future that then met the apocalypse, and where like any city that grows too big is then destroyed by this by this machine, sin, not this machine, this monster. Um, and so they can't use technology. This is a world that had technology and it is now forbidden. And so it's this sort of it's this beachy like very sort of pacific i don't know it's it's an interesting vibe that you just don't see in games or in any other final fantasy games it's so unique and it comes through in the in the music it you you find it in every location i i really i really dig this game it's not perfect and like and like the characterization, there's there's so many times like there's some decent cutscenes. The laughing cutscene is infamous in this one, like for yeah. being oh, an example of bad acting, which it's not, because the whole point of them is they're laughing awkwardly because they're they're forcing it because they're trying to be happy. I mean, it can be both. It it can be both. If you play that scene for another thirty seconds, then you hear them like laugh genuinely, and it's like oh, they're because they find it funny because they're laughing forcedly. Point being. I'm like, that's a good scene of, like, character development between Titus and Yuna. 
And there are there are other scenes where like we meet um, Sid. It what? Titus. I'm not saying that. That is not that's how no one says it. It's either Titus or Titus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one. Titus, not Titus. Yeah, yeah. Titus. Between Titus and Yuna. But there's this moment, right, where you meet Riku's dad, who is the Sid of this game. Riku's in this game. All right, stop it. Riku you, shows You make up. me want to stop talking. Like, like, shut up. I don't want to hear about Kingdom Hearts. This is not the Kingdom Hearts time. Kingdom Hearts has had its, had its turn this year. It's the same thing. <laughs> so you meet Riku's dad. <gasps> but it's such a moment of like, oh, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> and everyone just like moves on. Right. And like, it's not a moment of character growth. Like, there's the they haven't figured out like proper storytelling yet. If you know what I mean, like it's the first game that's fully voice acted, and like that's a moment that would that maybe warrants a bit of character time, a bit of like, oh Riku, I've missed you. I could I haven't seen you in so long. I, you've done so well in your mission to protect Yuna, but now they're after her. Like, there's none of that. It's just like that's my dad. Not since Destiny Island. Riku. Look, it's their fault for naming the same character, sorry, naming different characters the same thing. And such a unique same thing. It'd be like having another cloud. I would argue it's your fault for bringing it up, Jeremy, but that's, that's, another, that's another story. I did always think that was weird that they did name... Well, it's, they had it, Final Fantasy X characters in Kingdom Hearts and then named uh, one of the main fun, like Kingdom yeah. Hearts characters after one of the main Final Fantasy well, X characters. But in Final Fantasy X, it, it's, it's R-I-K-K-U, right? Yes. Yeah, whereas in Kingdom Hearts, it's just R-I-K-U. Which, which is also... <laughs> right. Yeah, it's also just a little bit... It's like, I, I don't know, like, what are they doing? <laughs> I wonder if Riku means something, like, as a name. Maybe. Like like Sora means sky, right? Like I wonder if it's I wonder if Riku has just like a meaning as a word. Uh-huh. They do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Cloud means cloud. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, you, <laughs> you brought me back around. Oh, uh. You activated my my latent asthma. You fell for my trap card. (laughs) Oh, anyway, I don't want to talk about Final Fantasy X anymore. That that I I don't want to talk about. I don't want to walk into any more Kingdom Hearts traps. But uh, that that game's great. Oh, the the only thing, the only other thing I wanted to mention is I'm playing it like you're playing Bloodborne, Jeremy, which is with a guide. Um, the reason I'm doing this is because I played it most, the last time I played Final Fantasy X was 2013, 2014 on PS3, on the PS3 remake, uh, remaster. Um, and I finished it and I was like, I could go for the platinum. I could do some of the end game stuff and looked up a guide for how to do that. And the very first thing you see in the guide is if you're playing the remaster slash the Japanese version, which is what this is based on, um, Make sure you get this optional item in the first two hours of the game because you need this optional item to start leveling well in the end game, oh, and you can't dear, get it without beating dear. this really, really difficult boss in the end game. 
And so I rock up and I'm like, did I get, did I get this? And turns out I didn't. And I just couldn't, I couldn't follow the guide because it was based upon getting this really strong weapon like Ugh. 45, 60 hours ago that I never did. Miyazaki. <laughs> it was, it was heart, well, not heartbreaking, but it was, it was, it was a very like, ah, oh, crap, what am I going to do? So yeah. I'm following that now. So I get those occasional like, hey, 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 get this moments and yeah. not missing them. Yeah. Uh, I just got to let my cat out. She's waiting quite patiently by the door. So I'm just, one second. I'm just going to talk through this whole. When you walk away, you won't hear me say, please, oh baby, don't go simple and clean. Oh, the all right. <laughs> that, that's enough out of you. Uh, other things I've been playing this week, Jeremy. I've briefly revisited Spider-Man. Uh, I had to capture some footage for the game. And so I wanted to do that on the PS5 version of the game, the PS5 remaster. Uh, I didn't have that because I only bought Miles Morales. Um, uh, and and so the, to, the mess. <laughs> so to install, so to buy Spider-Man we'll, we'll Remastered hang on, on, hang on PlayStation 5. Yeah, yeah. what's the goal? I, I wanted to play the, the PS5 native version of Spider-Man. Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. What are the ingredients? So to do that, I needed I needed uh, three different games. <laughs> it it being one of them. It being one of them first. Uh, so I needed to install Spider Man Miles Morales on PS Five. Why? Which is fine. I got a download speed that's 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 fast enough. Yeah, so I needed to download that because why? you can't you can't buy the remaster in the store because the remaster is only available as part of the ultimate edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales. You can only buy it as part of the bundle with that game. That's shit. You can't just buy the remaster or you can't find the upgrade like store option through the store itself. You have to find it by pressing the, the button in the main menu of Spider-Man Miles Morales that takes you to the relevant store item. Holy fuck. So, I download Miles Morales so I get the upgrade button so I can buy and download Spider-Man so, so, Remastered. So I, 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 just, I just don't want to get lost here. I'm just going to repeat something and you tell me this is correct. Okay. The, the Spider-Man Remastered, a PlayStation 5 version of a PS4 game, is available to buy on PC and not on PlayStation 5. Just, uh, just, it is not available to directly buy on PlayStation 5. But it is yes. available to directly buy on PC. Yes. Cool. For $95. For $95. Cool. Great. Just wanted to just wanted to quadruple check that you can indeed buy a PlayStation game on the PC, but not on the PlayStation. Got it. Cool. That's that's right. Yes. Really love this. Really love this yep. future that they've put themselves in. Sorry. Continue on. <laughs> So I finally buy it and then I start installing Spider-Man Remastered for PlayStation 5. And I think to myself, hmm, there was a bit of a stink when this game came out because it didn't have save transfer. You had to, when it came out, you couldn't use your old saves and they added it about three weeks later in this really clunky transfer method, which is that you had, which you had to load up the PS4 version of the game, hover over the save, hit upload save data. And you can only do this for one save file at a time. And I had a couple. So then once you've uploaded it, you close the PS4 version, you open the PS5 version, you hit download, 
and then it transfers that one. So then you need, if you have multiples, you have to go back to PS4, upload it, back to PS5, download it. I had three or four, so back to upload, back to download, I, I back to re- upload, back to download. I didn't realize that 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 um, Shigeru Miyamoto was was in charge of the online functionality of the of the, <laughs> of the Sony um, Spider-Man games. <laughs> yeah, it was silly. It ended up being not too big a deal that I needed the PS4 version because I did need footage of that as well. But also, it was it was hilarious. It was yeah, very funny. Th- that's not a user case scenario. <laughs> no, it's not. If my download wasn't, if I wasn't paying for a better download like I am, this would have been a serious, serious bloody problem. Each of these games is 60, 80, 90 gigabytes each. Yeah, you didn't say you didn't have, for example, your PS4 anymore, even though the PS4 save was on cloud saves. Yeah. Tough luck. What? What? Wait, what do you mean? If you don't have the P- if you don't have your PS4 uh, console anymore. Oh wait, no. You, sorry, you can backwards compatible and then upload. Right. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that because I don't have enough storage on my console currently to have two instances of Spider Man. <laughs> yes, I did have to clear a couple of things out. I did finally have to uninstall Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, so that's that's going to have to come back at some point. But uh. Yes, I did have to make room. That's fucking shit. <laughs> that is <laughs> like, though. that is really bad. That is like- It is bad. What the fuck are they doing over there? What are they doing? I think they've, they've, they've solved a lot of that since then. It, these it's were still the, the same. Launch- no, no, it's better than that. This, this was a problem that was very common with games that came out in the first year of the console. I don't think, we haven't had issues like this since- since Integrate came out, I want to say, last June, a lot of other games are either cross-platform and you get the PS4 or PS5 version, or... Why, why have they not just been able to think where you can just pull your PS4 save? Yeah, I don't know. I it's don't the know. same thing. Just have it downloaded into the... And you can't even buy the game separately. You had to upgrade your Miles Morales? That's the biggest issue to me. That's, that's the thing fucked. that's so strange. It's it's very very strange. Like like, like I, I'm not s- super upset. Like, I honestly just find it funny. But like it's so dumb. it's not good. If you don't own Miles, you can't get the new version of the game. Uh yeah, basically. That's so stupid. Why would they not just sell the game that they made as, you know, a game? What the fuck yeah. are they doing over there? Like, this should not be that difficult. This is... Like, they solved this with the PS4. <laughs> They're creating issues. Mean? Like, th- this was... Th- I, n- I didn't hear about this issue once. in Like, it, like at all on the PS4. That's because like, it didn't have backwards compatibility. No, but when I owned Flower on the PS3 and I got a PS4 version or Journey... I got it. They just gave me the PS4 version of the game. There was no buy it again to get the new version of the game that we're also not selling. I I just I just don't understand like why it it's so difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's bad. It's it's really bad. It's funny though. Like it's yeah, it, it it's funny until like you have to deal with it though. No, I dealt with it and I found it funny. Right. What I'm saying is 
I wouldn't find this funny. Clearly. Evidently. Uh. <laughs> That's not the whole reason I brought it up, though, Jeremy. Um, did you know this game is fucking gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I've, I've played the remastered version. It's amazing, Jeremy. Like, especially with, like, performance RT mode, where you're getting the, the ray trace reflections and the 60 frames per second. Oh, my God. God, I was blown away playing this again. And it had me thinking back to Miles Morales and how I enjoyed it and how I didn't really enjoy it at times in the same way. And I wanted it to I wanted to put it on a Spider-Man fatigue feeling, right? Like, oh, I played the main game a couple of times, so I got to Miles and it was a bit it was a bit less special because I played it so much and it wasn't that different. No, I don't think that's the case. I think there's something... I think that first game is actually just a bit more special than Miles is. It's... There's something... The, 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 the way it's paced, the way it's made, it, it is more enjoyable. All I did was play the first few missions, right? Mm, yeah. And I was having so much fun sitting there going, am I about to play this whole thing again? Meanwhile, I haven't got... I haven't finished my Platinum playthrough for Miles... Although it was sitting there, I just kind of, I look at it and I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I look at Remaster after playing it for 30 minutes and I'm like, ooh, maybe, maybe I play it again. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to point that out. If, if anyone hasn't played Spider-Man or you haven't played it in a while, uh, I don't, I, I'm not going to say if you haven't played it in a while, but if you haven't played it before and you have access to Spider-Man Remastered, fucking play it. It is so good. Yeah. So, so good. And then, uh, last thing, finally, I've just been playing a bit more Battlefield 2042. Um, I don't have much to say about it, just that, um, I had fun. I had fun playing it. Okay. And I wasn't expecting that. Based on... <laughs> right. Based on my initial impressions back in November, when it was kind of disappointing, and based on the critical reception, coming back to it, I've been enjoying my time with it, honestly. I've been really happy with what I've been playing. The new maps are fun. The way they've... I, I, I don't know. I, part of it, my computer's been upgraded since then. Maybe it's performing better for me or something along those lines. But it kind of... I don't know. I don't know what it was about the initial... I, like, I don't think they've changed that much since, um, since its release. There's, like, bug fixes and stuff like that. They've made it more compatible but not stuff that i had issues with i had issues with some of the map design and and gun feel and how it felt a bit underbaked here and underbaked here and underbaked overall yeah. but i'm coming into it at the moment and i'm like uh, maybe i play more of this all night <laughs> <laughs> so just that's just a little check-in I, I i didn't want to say much more than that but um it's it's an interesting thing to look at there uh, weird thing it is a weird thing Poor Battlefield. There's players. There's players playing it. Helps that it's crossplay too. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to go on a break now. And when we come back, we are going to be talking about the best Nintendo DS games. Uh, so hang around, everyone. We'll see you in a minute when we're right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We are here to talk about the best Nintendo DS games. During the break, we had a lovely moment of show and tell of 
relics that we managed to find in our nearby vicinity. Uh, Jeremy, were you at the ready with that particular chime, or would you like? Would you? Or shall, let, or shall we? Let, shall we show ours together? We both found our DSs. Let, let, let's do it together. You ready? Three, right. two, one. Oh, you meant the the on. Yeah, on. Uh, yeah, yeah, the chime. Yeah, yeah nice. they're both turned on. It's amazing. Mine has full battery. Apparently, mine has mine's dying. I turned it on a few times. This light's going to go red in a minute. But I've got my my launch model DS here. I did manage to find it. My my day one launch DS, um, which I think has the superior uh, design with its sort of angular metallic kind of look. It's not metal, but it, it kind of looks like it might be metal. Disagree. Um, and you've got the DS Lite. I have the 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 famous classic DS Lite. The one you said breaks the same in every place on every DS Lite. Yes, every single DS Lite breaks in the corner, which then stops the, the latch from, from catching, so it's just it's just floppy. Um, it's a wonderful Jeremy, console. did your DS Lite come with the, the little lanyard that had the little finger nub on the end? The little hard plastic finger, finger bump. Uh, I can't quite see what finger bump. Hang on, sorry. I was looking so here, let me show it to you on the camera there. Yes. So wrap this around your finger and it's this little plastic dome that goes on the end of your fingertip. And then you, you're you meant to use that as a stylus. It's like a it's like a stylus oh. finger condom. <laughs> it's I, I don't know, only because if that was the case, I never did that. <laughs> No, like I, I remember doing it a very rarely. It was mm. how you meant it. It's sort of those things where it's like, it's one of those launch things, right? Like how the on the PS5 they just gave up on um, like accolades, like yeah. player accolades. It's like we put this in for the launch because people like, but turns out this is garbage and no one wants it. So let's just mm-hmm. stop pretending. Um, so my 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 DS, which is called Stanislaus, it turns out, which I think is based on a uh, based on a character's name from a book I was reading at some point. Uh, it's it, it's gone red, so the battery's <laughs> gonna go. Nice. Uh, but but also it doesn't recognize a DS card or game pack, Game Boy game pack inserted, and it has both of them inserted right now. So I, this this poor thing, I think, is it's definitely on the outs. I do remember that. Actually, now that I've seen it. Meanwhile, Jeremy's page. You've written on it in the Victor chat. <laughs> what have you said? Hello, Minimap. <laughs> That's so good. So we had a we had a great time during the break. We were showing off our, our game cases and our, our game cartridge holders, and Jeremy was showing off his um I have an extendo DS stylus that got longer. Telescopic. And it's 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 just it's just not that much <laughs> like it's just it's just not very long yep yep so we it, it was we had a really good time doing show and tell during the break if you weren't here live during on uh, on twitch to watch uh you could probably find the vod for a, for a couple of weeks that's there that was honestly a really fun show and tell mm. um also got my 3ds out we also talked about how you can't find carry bags for consoles these days that was a good time could you imagine a carry bag console for the ps5 or the xbox series x the ps5 <laughs> or even like the original xbox one yeah yep, like, yep. where do you put 
the console and then the brick for the console, uh-huh. let alone controllers and games. Yep, yep. Uh, Even the PS4 Pro was quite large in, in the end. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It was. It just we just moved away from it. It's fascinating. If yeah. I was if I was myself, if I was my nine year old, my let's say my ten year old self today, uh, you know. So I've got I'm I'm living between two houses as my my parents have split up, and I'm taking my consoles with me every three or four days. I'm packing them up and I'm bringing them with me at, le- at least one console. I don't know what I'd be doing with a probably a PlayStation Four, right? Like what would I? What would I be doing with that thing? This thing would be as big as my torso. I don't know. The PS5 is literally as big as my torso. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, enough about carry bags. We're here to talk about the Nintendo DS. Uh, this is a this the is developer a developer system. A developer system, as in developer what, friendly? No, that's what the DS stands for. Oh. <laughs> this one really. Nintendo- Yes, that's what Nintendo said. It's called the Nintendo Developer System. Ah, uh, so the 3DS was obviously only for three developers. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was originally called. Uh, then what the does Nintendo. the Wii stand for? Woo! <laughs> Wii stands for woo. <laughs> and then there's the woo you. <laughs> woo you. Yeah. Uh, this Start is a, this is a storied, this is a storied system. It's it. We were looking through. I, I, I was looking through some like some like top five, top ten, top twenty five, top fifty lists, just to sort of refresh myself on what some of the best games were on this system. There were a, it had a a wide range of offerings in terms oh, yeah. of you had your Pokemon games, you had your spin offs like Mystery Dungeon and um what was the other one Conquest that I saw Ranger which. Ranger, yep, and then you you had um you had like Picross 3D, you had uh like uh Trauma there was, Center, there was Monster visual Hunter novels, there. Monster Professor Hunter, Layton. Zelda games. There was a lot of crap, but like a lot brain of training. some mature stuff. Brain training, obviously, yep. Uh, a bunch of bunch of games were missing from those top ten lists. I would say it was a bit like mm, you kind of there are, there are games here I feel like are not being represented. Um. When looking at these lists, I made a bit of a realize. I had a bit of a realization, and I was I was thinking about the time I spent with my DS, and I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, I played it. I played my DS a bunch. I really liked playing on my DS." And I'm trying to come up with a list of games so I can whittle it down to like best games that I enjoyed. And really, what I ended up making was the games that Kerry played on the DS, because my my list of games that I ever played on it wasn't really any bigger than a top three list with honorable mentions, <laughs> which I found, I find, I found really surprising and shocking. Yeah. I'm looking at this list. I'm like, Oh my God, I just didn't play that many of them. <laughs> now it's not that surprising when you consider that I didn't have a flashcard for my DS. I didn't have a way to get ROMs onto it. I didn't ever emulate it on the, on the computer. I've played probably I, I more Game Boy Advance games through emulation than I ever played DS games. Yeah, this was my flashcard. My TTDS, which was which was one of the two flashcards I had for the DS. I also had yeah, a I, I also had an ace card. And then for the three three DS I got the three D no, the R four three DS I hmm. something. I should have um, I should have done that. I I kinda wish I had I kinda wish I had. It seemed so mysterious at the time though. I didn't know 
anyone who had done that with my friend group, and I didn't know how to look it up. Yeah, one of my friends. I just knew, and I knew it was illegal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one of my friends' dads got it for me, and then we found that there was like some shop that yeah, would sell. There was them. always a shop that would like they chip your Xbox. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they'd, they'd always chip your Xbox, whatever the hell that meant. And I, I used to go in, and I was, I would, I would ask for it, and they'd be like, okay. And it was like, it was like a three week wait because they had to get it shipped from from the states, and then it was. Like and I was like, "Can I play games on this?" And they're like, "We can't tell you that. <laughs> like legally, wow, otherwise Nintendo right. will sue us." And eight-year-old Jeremy is like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't like just tell me. Like I just like <laughs> yeah. And the answer was like, <laughs> "Yeah, just <laughs> yeah." So strange, isn't it? So Jeremy, how many DS games had you played realistically? Probably about thirty. A bunch. Cool. Like and like you know That's some about- of those were like I like I went to I so one of my friends' dads used to just pirate DS games all the time, like every time a new game came out, like it was like yep, just load it on the card. Um, and so I when I when I used to go over there maybe once every three or four weeks, and I used to bring my DS to give to my friend's dad to say like hey, can you put some new games on there? And so he would just just like drag all onto the chip, <laughs> and just yeah. go fucking go nuts. Like um, replace what was already there and add what wasn't. No, no like you never like it was, the the chips were big enough that you could store so many fucking games on that thing. Like um, you right. could probably you could probably put like seventy games at least on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would have a ton of games which I didn't really have much interest in, but I would just play once because it was there. And so I got to play a bunch yep. of games that I never would have played, like the Monster Hunter game on DS, or I got to this is. This is where my love of Picross came from. That's one of my games on this list. Um, it's also uh, where I found out games like um, uh, the 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 Mario and Bowser's story, whatever it is, the one that was basically Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah, that that's the one. Um, Mar- Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, um, which was a Lemmings game. Lemmings, kinda. It was that was little. You had little Mario's that would walk around, and they would do things, oh, and you had to right. like, yeah, um, tons of stuff like that. Random ass games that I don't even remember now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. where the very first time I modded games. I think probably would have even actually been there. I thought it was Halo, but it might have actually been there. Yeah, I I was never really a big game modder ever, so I um, oh, big head I mode. Didn't really have that. Pardon. Big head mode. <laughs> Every... That's that's a that's a cheat. That's different than a mod. Well, the, the games were modded. Is the thing, like as right, in okay. like it was it was it was mods that you could then upload as cheats and then toggle. Right, I see. I see. The um one of my my first honorable mention of games from my list uh was a game that I was only able to play from like like a friend of a friend who I was hanging out with one time in the summer or at some point. Um, and they had their chip. They had their DS with a, with a flash card on it. They, they chipped their DS, whatever mm. the hell that means. Chipped, put a chip in me. And um, they were playing elite beat agents. If you've ever seen that, mm. uh, if you haven't, it's a rhythm game uh, where it's kind of this anime style. It's it's pretty over the top, but what it is is there's there's three like agents on the bottom screen, and yep. they're dancing to stuff, 
and there's there's numbered dots. It goes like one, two, three, four, or whatever, and there'll be different colors, and they'll pop up at different times. And you have to press them in order, and then one of them you have to like hold and drag across the screen. And there's a lot of like feedback, and so it's actually quite tactile and fun and silly. And the 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 dancing is ridiculous, and the the, the top screen animation is kind of like a warrior where like cutscene. Like, it's all very over the top, but it was a really, really fun rhythm game. And the music was quite good. Um, that, that was my own experience with that. But that was that was a game I played, like, 30, 40 minutes of, like, uh, like 15 years ago. And I still remember it fondly whenever I think about the DS. So it's an honorable mention because I, I hardly played it. But it, it might have been my favorite DS game if I ever owned it myself. Like I was always very, very fond of it. Yeah, I I don't know anything about this. Basically, um, I think the people who played it think of it fondly. Like people, they're always like, "Oh yeah, Elite Beat Agents, yeah." But it's it's kind of it's not a secret, but it has been forgotten to time. It never yeah, right. really got a sequel. It's never come to any other consoles. Never made it to any other formats. But the people who played it really liked it. Yeah. Right. That's fun. It must have done too well because it never went anywhere. But well, they went on. I think it's the same people that went on to make Rhythm he- Heaven and a couple of the other of those type of games. Okay, I, th- I think it's the same people. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe it is. Um, which Rhythm Heaven was great. Mm. I've heard good things about Rhythm Heaven. Sam played that and loved it. Mm. Uh, one of mine. What's your What's your honorable mention, Jeremy? My honorable mention. I've got mm, my honorable mention. Is kind of kind of weird. I've got I've got I've got a game that I. This is a bad game. Okay. It's called it's Sonic okay. Chris, to have. Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. Is this the Bioware game? This is the Bioware game. Uh, you remember I, when we played the soundtrack of this yeah. on on yeah. air a few let's, months ago? Let, let's Let's listen in. Really quick. Oh, let's, let's just let's just see what it sounds that. like. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to hear it. Oh, yeah. That. You're not going to hear it. Uh, it's bad. That's all right. Um, I believe you. Oh, it's not good. Ugh. Um, This is... I didn't realize this was a turn-based RPG. Yeah. Right? You know, Sonic. <laughs> no wonder Bioware made it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if this game is... This this game is apparently very bad. Like this is like a very poorly reviewed game. No one really likes it. People call it like one of the worst Sonic games. It was just saying something. It, yeah, people it call it one of the worst something. Bioware games. It's like. But that being said, I this I played this at an age where I didn't know what bad games were yet. Totally. So I played the fuck out of this game. <laughs> like so much. Look look at the overworld, right? Like and the, there's Chow Garden stuff as well. There were so many Chows you could do in this game. Um, you could do so many chows. <laughs> uh, oh, this looks so bad. Yeah, like the, the game is just... You can't f- tell where to go. Well, because the, the, the ground is a flat image. Um, and it's just the, the 3D animated Sonic that you walk around and you had a party. That's like, that's like how it... That's how they got away with Ocarina of Time was by having the, the more complicated scenes like the Market Town. That was a 2D image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what Final Fantasy VII did. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, um, yeah this, this, this is... This, I don't think this is a very good game, but I fucking loved it. I was so <laughs> good at this game. Um, first Bioware game I ever played. 
Did you finish it? I don't think so. It, I remember it being not a short game. So there's something interesting that I just want to touch on very briefly. When you were younger and you started playing games by yourself, did you ever finish them? Yeah, no, I did. But like how long, how, how old were you when you finished your first game, do you think? Oh, when, I got, when I got my PS2 and I finished Ratchet & Clank. Hmm. Okay. Like I finished Kingdom Hearts as a kid. Like that game is long. That is long. Like I, because I started playing games when I was really young, like three, four, and so I definitely wasn't finishing games around then. I was usually watching games or playing when someone else wasn't. Um, and so when I wanted to play something, it was usually the games that my brother was already playing, right? Yeah. And so like I never beat. Pokemon Stadium, because that was actually kind of really difficult. I never beat Pokemon Yellow, but that's only because my save corrupted and deleted, which was heartbreaking. Mm. I never beat Ocarina of Time until I was an adult. You know, it, it, it's stuff like that that I'm just, I, I sit there and think, like, I, I must, I did beat Ratchet and Clank. Lego games? I don't think that game's well designed for it, but earlier games when I was younger, I just, it just didn't happen for me. I remember thinking it was a big deal when I actually got to beat a game, especially by myself. A lot of the games I played when I was young didn't really have, like, ending endings. Some of them yeah. were, like, just racing games, and it was like, well, what do you do? Like, you just race around forever. Totally. Like, and I same know- with Pokemon Stadium, right? Like, a lot of that is just battles. Yes. Yeah, so it's, like, I think if you were playing those games with an end, like, you would, you would go and beat them. But it, it like some of some of the Ocarina games. Ocarina of Time was too hard for me as a kid. Honestly, well, yeah, like choose. Ocarina of Time is like that's a that's a challenging game for a youngin. Yes, like I wouldn't recommend it, that game to kids. I would recommend that game to like someone who's maybe like, ten. Yeah, a ten year old and above. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What What's next, Gary? What's next? Uh, my other honorable mention is another game that I don't own but did play and do like. It is Mario Kart DS. Uh, that game ruled, right? Like yeah. it was yes, it great, especially when you consider that you could just play on download play. Um, was it? The oh yeah, first... it had the DS battle map. Was it the that first three D Mario Kart? Uh, I don't. When did Double Dash come out? Let me have a look. Ooh, Mario yeah, Kart. You might, you might be right there, Kerry. Because the DS came out in 2004, Double Dash came out 2003. So uh, 2003 came out first. Okay. Um, and then it would have been Mario Kart DS, which Google tells me ca- came out in 2005 uh, in Japan. Well, well, actually, when was Mario Kart... Yeah, when was Mario Kart 64? Was that one completely 3D? No, that one wasn't. Um, okay, the right. courses were, but all of the characters were sprites. That's right. So when they go flat, they go they go flat on screen. Um all the characters and the the shells and stuff like that they were sprites but the 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 courses were all 3D. Mm. Um so yeah that was an interesting mix. It's funny when you go back and look at the, that stuff. Like Final Fantasy 10 even had screens where it was just a, a pre-rendered drawn um background with like the 3D characters running around. But yeah the DS version had so many great maps yep. and the battle mode was great. You could play it with over over download play so you oh, could play with friends play who didn't such have a the cool game. Thing. Yeah, it, it had great remaster tracks from the originals, um, from like the SNES and stuff like that. Like, it was a really good game. It's kind of, mm. 
I never played Double Dash. Double Dash was kind of beyond me, and I was, I don't know, I didn't really need it on GameCube. Um, but this kind cool. of feels like, yeah, Double Dash was cool. But my next big Mario Kart game after this was Mario Kart Wii, which yeah. I absolutely adored to pieces. I think that game's fantastic. Um, and this kind of feels like the original, like the the proto version of that. Yeah, looking right. back at it now, um, there's no like bikes or doing jumps off like doing flips off jumps or anything like that but like the way the courses are set out and the design and stuff like that it's kind of like the start of modern mario kart in my head yes yep 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 it's very Uh, honorable honorable mention yeah my other honorable mention harry my weight loss coach (laughs) on the ds Uh uh-huh made by ubisoft now, I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying like this is not a game that I really played, but my mum bought it because she wanted to lose weight on the Nintendo DS. And uh-huh. what was hilarious about this is it came with a pedometer that fit into the GBA cartridge. Okay, had a battery so what, you're meant to it. put your DS in your pocket. No, you're meant to take the pedometer with you, use oh. it, and then you bring it back wow. to the game. This is back Did when you used to do all this. In. No, she never did. Um, yeah, she literally never once used it. Um, oh, wow. Did you ever use it? I, I played the game part of it like twice. Okay. <laughs> where I sat in my house and I just shook the pedometer until I needed to get what I needed to get to. <laughs> and then shoved it back in the console. Oh, this thing looks so strange. Yeah. It's got like um, a dust cover for the cartridge port. Yeah. Because I guess you're going to sweat on it. I- <laughs> um yeah I, I i mostly just wanted to shout out that like you know the ds had a lot of fucking wacky um uh, pre uh, pre gfc like we're, we're 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 heading into peak bloatware territory heading remember, into the, the guitar hero ds i do remember guitar hero ds that and it had the um the, the buttons on the side the thing you put in the gba slot that had the four buttons so you had yeah. to like claw and, grip and then, hold the ds and you strum with the um the t- the, the touch screen yeah that's right that's right so there's no feedback like you don't feel any feedback because it's just a stylus on a screen mm-hmm. yeah i watch uh there's someone who's uh who i watch who's very good at guitar hero and they're like oh i played you know they've done they've done like guitar hero ds video and they're like oh this is absolutely it's it's actually painful and not fun yeah yep, yep, yep. that was another one i saw and i was like mm, i don't know about that one i don't know if i'm gonna go in for that one <laughs> Uh, All right. My last honorable mention that I didn't get video footage for, but I, I did get Advance Wars um, on DS, which was good fun. Um, I'm not really, I, I never a game I never finished because it was really hard, and I was the only one playing it. Um, yeah, fair enough. That game was cool. Advance Wars is great. I'm excited to see uh, the reboot camp when that comes out. Yeah, if that comes out, <laughs> if it comes out. Shall we go into our into our top threes? Yeah, go for it. Uh, my top third is Super Mario sixty four DS. Um, it's funny that I'm saying that because it's on none of the top lists for DS games. It <laughs> I don't think be. people liked this. It should people, be. This game's fantastic. I think they are wrong, Jeremy. This now, is the best version of this game. That- no, well, Jeremy, the problem with this game is that you have to use the D pad. 
or the touchscreen to control the characters. There's not no analog the, stick, which makes it quite hard. It's not the fault of the hardware. Sorry, that's not the fault it, of the game. It's the fault of the hardware. It's limited like, as also, a product of its time. The left and right buttons also, were the camera controls. They, they were, and like you had to hold the run button, like it was a like a like a like an NES version of Mario Brothers. Like I don't know this this game was made to not only show off 3D graphics on the N64, but also show off the analog stick. Um, <laughs> this and this is just not possible with this game. But this is the game that I played uh, the most when I got the DS. It's the it's the version of N- of Super Mario 64 that I've played the most. Same. Um, uh, maybe not at this point anymore, but this is the one I am like. This is this is this is my guy. <laughs> and like you look at it, it looks fantastic. Looks like so the good. quality of the 3D assets, even just yep. the coins, the and animation the hats that you pick up. Yeah, like it's on a it's on a like 180p screen or whatever. But like the quality of the assets that you're looking at, I remember thinking when I got this, and this is when I was trying to understand like graphics and why each one was better and why I should be excited as an eight year old being influenced by consumerism, right? But I'm I'm looking at this stuff and it was always like, oh, the this is 16 bit and this is 32 bit and the N64 is 64 bit, and I'm like, oh wow. Right, but like whatever that means to a to a baby. Yeah. But <laughs> a looking baby. at this was like games look like this on the sixty four, but this is they can look even better on the DS, and it's portable. Yeah, like, right. It was amazing, and I and I feel that way. I thought I felt and think that way again when you look at the three DS port of um, Ocarina of Time. Like that, the quality of the assets in that game is absolutely unreal, especially if you like mod it and get like a four K texture pack on PC if you emulate it. Like, that looks amazing. Point being, though, this was a really cool way to play this game. And they added so many stars. So, they added so, 30 stars. And, you know, you, so, like, th- this is also on my list, so I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in a little bit Oh, great. Yeah, let's go for um, it. The, you can play as Mario, Luigi, Bowser, and Yoshi. Sorry, not Bowser. Wario, no, Wario and Yoshi. And Yoshi. Um, you can, like, uh, there are hidden, hidden courses inside of, like, a bunch of other things as well. There's tons mm-hmm. of hidden, like, little mini games. Um, you can swap between characters in between level, like, inside the same level if you find their hat on a Goomba. Yep. Um, there were a bunch of mini games as well. Do you remember, like, all oh, of the, the different- mini games were best in class. They were absolutely outstanding. I mean, some of them were just, like, parlor games. Some, some of yes. them were just card games. Yes. All of Ouija's. But also, I played a lot of Texas Hold'em through that and really enjoyed it. Exactly. Like, it's actually this, pretty fun. This is what I'm saying. Um, but also, like, the, the Wanted game where you've got yeah. to pick out the face in the crowd. Yes, uh, yes, the, yes. The Yoshi game where you've got to... You've got to press on the the grid of squares to flip them over to make the design you see on the top screen in enough mm-hmm. moves. Uh, like the trampoline games where Mario's jumping down, he's got to bounce on the things. Uh, the the one you got to like bridge the circuits so the the face goes to the the right. Oh, there were so many really 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 fun mini games. I could spend entire afternoons just in that mini game collection. Yep, yep. Best in class. It was so good that they put it in. They put the same mini games with only a few additions in other Mario games, and people were still excited. Yeah, they they put some of those in um in Odyssey even. What the the um the put the put the the face parts? Oh no, that might have been that wasn't a, on the DS, was it? A, sorry, it was, but that was that's a Mario Party game that I'm thinking of. Um, oh right, that yeah. oh that is a very Mario Party thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, they, yeah. This is the version that they should have come out with when they did the six and the the Mario All Stars. They should have Mario they All Stars. Yeah, they, they should have released like redid this version of the game, but they just decided they didn't want to do any work. Honestly, I think they should have done both. I think they should have done the very minimal work that they did for the N sixty four version, and then modernized this. Yeah, like, well, yeah, that, that's what I mean. It should have been. They should have done literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I told you that they you remember when they patched like speedrun tricks in the in the in the All-Stars version of the 64 game? Do you remember, do you remember when the All-Stars you version backwards long jump up the stairs? Do you remember when the All-Stars version launched with um Mario Sunshine with inverted cameras for some reason? Yeah, and you couldn't change it. Yeah. That was, that's actually playing um playing PS2 games through the PlayStation Plus collection, that's actually a problem of the era. Like Games don't know what to call different um, they, yeah, camera they orientations. They have no idea. Like, I was playing Bayonetta the other day, which isn't that old, but it's still relatively old. And I had to... The correct way for the camera, for me, I play with Y inverted. So up is down and down is up, but left is left and right is right. Yep. So only need the Y axis inverted. What they call that in Bayonetta is that's inverted X axis and normal Y axis. So, did you know, Kerry, what the Y-axis is, is not standardized? I mean, clearly. I mean, it is now in games. But no, it it's not. Sure as hell no, didn't use No, it is not. It is. So, did you know, Kerry, in the Unreal Engine, Y is not that? What do you mean? Y is not up-down. That's Z, I believe. Oh, that's different. That's that's different. Across like whether the, uh, whether the axis is called a different th- like no, whether no, the like, different axes are labeled under a different name is one thing. But like in, figuring out whether you invert the up and down axis or not is sure up is up and down but, is down. But like if it like for example, I know how to use Unity, and I went into Unreal and dragging those objects across one axis did uh, did the other thing. Mm. Bad. Anyway, yes. Uh, this game's fantastic. This it game's is a great. it's a classic. They added a bunch of cool shit. I think the purists aren't happy with it, but that's not me. I was a nine year old kid, and this was fantastic. What I'm, a what I'm, a I'm value offering! I'm I'm hundred percent with you there. And what a what a strong launch for again, maybe not eighteen year olds at the time who'd already played and loved the original, but for a nine year old, perfect. Absolutely yep. pitch perfect. This game ruled. Where was it on your list, Jeremy? Uh, I think also or, third. Or is it I don't know. It's I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't actually order my list, but I think because I I just don't actually have an order for them. They're all, yeah, all just enough. just three 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 top tier games. Speaking of top tier games, speaking of top tier games, the Sinnoh Pokemon games. That's Gen 4 Pokemon, that's Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Jeremy's favorite, Platinum, which I wish I played but definitely hadn't. So what we're looking at here on video, if you're watching, is specifically Platinum gameplay, because this is the Distorted World. This was part of the new edition content for Pokemon Platinum. This is cool. This, dude, look how cool this is. Whoa! It's, yeah, right? This is, this, is, this is what I mean when I say I can't believe they didn't fucking remastered this version of the game. This character just ran sideways. 
There's depth wow, puzzles. It's really cool. fucking cool as hell. Um, Pokemon Platinum, Pokemon Pearl for me, Pokemon Diamond for Kerry. Um, these were just some of the best Pokemon games. Yeah, um, they really the, were. It was a really vibes. exciting bunch of new Pokemon. Yep. There but was, also, there was 3D it... included, but like it was a really great mix of the 2D and 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, really good pixel art, great music, cool story, cool legendaries, um, yep. cool villains as well. Um, you know, with Team Galactic. Um, yep. Just the fucking vibes are on in this game. Um, they really are. Jeremy, this was a game, I don't know if I've told this story before, but a friend of mine, uh, this game came out, what, like 2006? Mm. And a friend of mine was going to the States with their family. And this was back when games were so much more expensive here than they were in other territories. And you could go and buy the US copy for just cheaper and then come back to Australia with it and have saved like 40 bucks. And... So my friend was like, oh, like the, I think, and I think it came out earlier there too. And so they're like, when we go there, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl is going to come out. Give me, like, if you give me the, the US amount of money for it, I can buy you the one you want. And when I come back, you can have it early and for cheaper. And so we did that. And, and that, that was amazing. Um, we never ended up doing any play. I don't think they ended up, I don't think he ended up playing Pearl that much. Um, oh, but like. Playing this was so good. There was a there was a time when we had family over at at our house, and there's a, there was a bathroom upstairs, uh, and it it has it shares a wall with my mum's bedroom, and mum was letting my cousin and her partner stay in there. <laughs> it was late at night. People were going to bed. And I'd been playing this game and I had the battle music stuck in my head. <laughs> and I was like singing this song while I was brushing my teeth and getting ready for bed. And I was like, I was like, was like swinging towels around or something. I was being a little boisterous. And I opened the door and mum's standing there and she's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're being so rude. I'm like, what? I was just, I didn't think I was being that loud. And I was like, everyone can hear you singing this song. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. That's so funny. And then I went to bed and I played more Pokemon. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was the first mainline Pokemon game I got into and it was like, oh my God, just like falling into this world. I remember like not knowing really how to use HMs correctly and I remember getting lost on Mount Coronet over and over and over and over again and the guidebooks and like just like being terrible at this game um yep but it felt so huge it felt massive yeah Um, it did and and the different types that they added like um at least between the first and second games like having ice and and going to a snow area like that was really cool um and the introduction of dragon i think that was in this this version maybe not i i get i get confused upon when things came out because i was less familiar with versions two and three i played yellow dabbled with gen 3 and then really got into this so i get stuck on which things rattled where but the new stuff that was in this was so great and also like the grand underground like oh, digging yeah, yeah. for rocks and picking away at them on the touch screen building a base that was so fun that was actually one of my favorite things to do in the remake i never i didn't finish the remake but no, um neither did I. that was one of my favorite things to do there especially because you could find like ah oh, yeah anyway yep. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I let my I let my stepbrother borrow this game, and then I never saw it again, so I had to buy it again. Um, and then I did beat it when I bought it again years later. Yeah, um, right. but this is another one where I I, ne- I didn't I didn't beat it when I originally had it. I didn't beat Yellow. I didn't beat Diamond. Um, not till much 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 later. Yeah, I I, I beat this one. I, I I did. I did get through it in the end. I had to mm. get help, but I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's strange how these like kids games, like I don't know. Like we like I say we didn't beat them, and then we 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 like oh Nintendo games are too easy these days, and it's like oh I didn't I wasn't beating these games till I was fifteen. Like maybe maybe they should be easier. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> they're forced easier now. Yeah, it's you, it is you, very. You can't make it harder. True, true. That's that's true. Um. Yeah. Do you want to talk about anything specifically with Platinum, Jeremy? Oh, just it's just like it's. Maybe, I think it's the best Pokemon game. Um, but well, it, I think it's I think it's it's a it's a tie between that Heart Gold Soul Silver, um, right? And Emerald are very close, just after it. Um, mm. Yeah, I just can't believe they haven't fucking remastered the good versions of those games. It just doesn't doesn't yeah, just the fucking make any ones. sense. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, I'm jumping in. What's what's yeah? What's your next one? Because we just we just did both together. Picross 3D, baby. Picross 3D. I did see this on a list somewhere, and I was like, this would have been cool if I thought to play that when I was that young. This looks very complicated. It is complicated because it is Picross, which is yep. nanograms, but it is 3D. So you have a you have an X and a Y, like sliders that go in and out. Um. So you can get inside the cubes because you've got to chip away on the inside as well. It's right. it's it's like making a, it's like getting a brick and then turning it into a statue. Mm. You are doing what is essentially three D three D sculpting. Sculpting, yeah. yes. Um, it kind of looks the way it's presented almost looks like um, Minesweeper. Uh, kinda a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it was it was just fucking really cool. There was so many awesome puzzles in it and it was just really well put together and it was ah oh, it was it was such a such a fucking cool game. I don't really have a whole lot to say aside from like it's great three D Picross. Um Yeah, this looks like this would have been fantastic for a kid. It was. It was so good. It was such a fucking fun game. Man, um, I remember being a kid. Yeah, yeah man. That shit wasn't bad. What do you got? My last thing here is Nintendogs. I actually did the ins. Well, no, I won't say that. I actually did the 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 sucker thing, and I ended up getting two different versions of these. One of which I can't find now. <laughs> um, my Labrador and friends. I'm not sure where it is, but uh, I love this game. I love this game. A lot. I I played this game a lot. And I think that's that's my my takeaway from this. When you know I was saying how surprised I was when I had only played this many games. I played a lot of these games. A, a lot of the games that I've got here, I played a lot. Yeah, right. I played a lot of Pokemon Diamond. I played a lot of Super Mario sixty four. I played a lot of Nintendo Dogs. Um, you know, like getting getting to the max uh, agility trials with a bunch of my dogs and yep. going on really long walks and 
knowing how to do all of it for all of the dogs at once and trying to get the best house for there was there was like millions of dollars and and but this was really fun and like I don't think I really I wasn't ever like like I don't sit here and, and remember my dog's name and think about that one walk we went on and like I, I didn't really associate it with it that way where I had like dogs. But right. the the tasks that they gave, like the washing and the teaching tricks and the 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 going to the store and finding items and finding gifts and giving gifts to friends and then selling them or or it was an upgraded frisbee or like all that stuff that that kind of progressive churn was actually really rewarding for me. I don't know what it I don't, it, it just was and giving them food and I don't know I just liked it. Yeah, it I, was a it it was a really it was a hooky loop. Yeah, yes. But I don't think it was bad. No, um, I like I similarly had had one, and but like I I did treat it like a dog. I think because I wanted a dog and we couldn't get one at that at that time. I oh, see. I think I only got this after I had one. Yeah, because I I'd never had a dog at this point, and so mm. I was like, oh my god, I can have my own dog. And so I I had lucky the Labrador with a Luigi hat. Um, yeah, the hats. Yeah, yeah, you can use the hats on them. Um, and yeah, I remember being really frustrated at this game a lot because the voice commands never fucking worked. Oh, uh, I gave up on those really quickly. I just, like I figured out that they were bad and was just like, okay, I'm out. I was, I was, I tried to get them to work for such a long time because for a long time this was the only game I had on the DS. Right, and um, you wanted this to be your pet. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I gave up on it. I gave up on it. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, this is not fun. <laughs> yes, I could see why you would have been upset. I was like, that because I still loved the game. I had so much fun taking it on walks and doing all of the, like, like you said, all like the agility courses and all that stuff. Mm. Um, it was so, so fucking fun. Remember when you, did you ever get the, the dogs like agile enough that you could like pull on their lead? as you're going for a walk and they'd fucking sprint and jump yes. and run and just go for miles yep. while you were going for the walk. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. I, I really liked Nintendogs. I, um, it's probably my most played game on the, on the DS. Uh, but it's a bit of a guess at this point. This has got me, mis- it's got me, it, it's, it, this is, the nostalgia is so intertwined with the introduction of the Wii era in this. Right. Like, it's so closely entw- entwined. I'm, I'm immediately starting to think of Myra Galaxy and Twilight Princess and, and Boom Blocks. When we were looking at Picross 3D, I was thinking of Boom Blocks. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fond memories. Mm. Now, was, that, hmm? was that it? Are we done? No, I've got one more. Okay, great. Um... And it's not Blue Rescue Team. Okay, it's not Pokemon Mystery Dungeon like it would be if June was here. Only because we've spoken about that game quite a lot. As in it would be there, but we've spoken about it, so you're not talking about it? It's hard to say. I don't know. It it would have been in my top five if if I hadn't spoken about it at, at great length in the past. I don't know over what, but I've I've decided. Speaking to... about it has lessened it in your mind. No, 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 no. It's more about that. Like I've I can only say the same thing so many times. Okay. That that I need to talk about the Phantom Hourglass. Okay. Um, Legend of Zelda: Phantom Hourglass. This I think was the first Zelda game I ever played. Um, Interesting. 
uh, I said in in the break, and I'm going to say it again to once again get Kerry's reaction to it that it's the best 3D Zelda game. Uh, I just I don't want to know. You want to know why like being so wrong? You want to know why, Kerry? Because it's closer to a 2D Zelda game than any of the other 3D Zelda games. Uh huh. Uh huh. Keep 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 laughing, chucklehead. Um, this game is fucking really good. It's like a really cool story. It's kind of like it's a bit um, it's a, it's a little bit Wind Wakery. You know, you've you've got a boat definitely and, Wind Wakery, and and you go on all through the different things. Obviously, it's Toon Link. It's the Toon Link timeline. Um, but it's still got that like Zelda item grabbing, Zelda dungeoning, Zelda like Zelda Zeldering, um, that all of the really good ones have, you know, it's like you, you, you go to this temple, you go to then, and then you come back later with the items and all that stuff. Right. But it, it, it like the, the way this game functioned was like you are like using maps with the touchpad. You're like, Kerry was talking before about one of the things that, that put him off was that you had to control link with the touchpad. Yeah, and I was used to controlling Mario with the touchpad in 64DS, and that was bad. And so I just didn't want to do that. I was like, oh, the the hook for this game was, you do everything on the touchpad. You walk, you attack, you draw on the map, you talk to people this way. I'm like, nah, I'm out. The difference was that the the bottom screen was where Link is. Yeah. Whereas for Mario 64, it was the top screen. That's true. Yep. And so you are you are guiding him around because your 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 stylus is Navi and he's following Navi all the way through, um, which is really cute. <laughs> I, I just I, I'm sorry. It, I don't think this is this is necessarily wrong because I don't think this has ever been said in canon. But you you say you say Navi like 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 from Avatar like the Navi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Navi is. Uh yeah, a fairy. Yeah, but do you know Link's what that? Fairy. Do you know what that word is? From in what Jap- Japanese? No, it's navigation. Oh, that's what that is. Not originally, not in yeah three D version. Surely not. No, like as in like the the internally Navi is navigation or navigator. Oh, that's, that's weird. Th- that's where the word comes from. Um. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Uh. And uh, you can also, like, you draw little circles at the edge of the map and he, he would do, like, a dash roll or, or anything. Um, it's, a, it's really cool. It's a really fucking cool game. Um, the, 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 um, the ship stuff was really sick as well. You can, like, change your ship and get different, different items on it. Um, similar to Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Kerry, if you've ever played that one. <laughs> Similar to Skull and you Bone, if first. you will. Phantom Hourglass did it first. Um, yeah, this this is a game that they should bring to the Switch. This is a game that they should look at, give it like a brand new, like, like, like a, they should give this the Link Between Worlds treatment um, to pay honours to Link to the Past. Um, Link Between Worlds? Yeah, so you the, want them the, to do like a Phantom Hourglass? Yes, yes. It, the, the, like wholesale, this game could use like 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 a, a redo. Mm. Um, you know, like 
you, you don't need to control it via the switch touchpad for example the top, you, yeah. you don't you don't need that but as a game it functions exceptionally well okay um it's like a, it's like a genuinely really awesome game so okay great that's cool it's 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 good to hear that mm. so plus also like this this world like they should do more toon link stuff but like we're getting so few Zelda games now. Remember, we used to get one every like two and a half years. Yeah, that's true. We get one every like seven Six. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got Link's Awakening. Remake. Yeah, like we get we get remakes, but like you know, remember it was like just like just another fucking Zelda, another Zelda, four swords, you know. Story of seasons, you know. I don't know if that was necessarily the best thing for the franchise, but like they were still making the mainline ones at the same time. Yeah, but I don't know if these ones were that great. Like, I don't know if we need more of these. Nah, no. But Toon Link is such an awesome design. The Toon Zelda world is really cool. They can they can do some some like experimentation Zelda games because because so that's how they used to do that's how they used to test mechanics to then put in the real in the real games it's like the metal gear solid fucking um peace walker vr missions no, oh peace g- walker yeah before going to five okay it's not a it's yeah no i get it i kind of enjoy having a game of substance every time like rather than like i had the Oracle of Ages or Seasons. No, it was Ages. I had the Oracle of Ages game on Game Boy Color. Um, and that game was hard for a eight-year-old, I guess I was, when, when I got that. Um, so hard I never finished it. Mm. But, like, it also just didn't... It wasn't It wasn't what I loved about Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker. You know, those, those, those games oh. were different. They weren't, they weren't what I loved about the series. Sure, but I think having having both, I think, is, like, great, though, right? Because it's like, look, look, these games still exist. They are Death's Door. Um, you know, but it's, like, it's having the the excitement of it being a, a small little Zelda game mm. was, like, you know, the, like, m- I think one of my concerns is, I guess, is that, like, from here on out, every Zelda game we're going to have is going to be fucking huge and it's all going to be Breath of the Wild. I think they will be happy to experiment again after Breath of the Wild 2. I think there are things that they wanted to put in the original oh. Breath of the Wild that they couldn't and they they had they had the the drive and the reason to make another one pretty quickly. Um and like and that's but, obvious that's obviously like going to work out for them, but like I I want them to be able to do the the weird, neat little ones. I think we'll get something different. Like Breath of the Wild, like Zelda games haven't been the same from entry to entry since Ocarina of Time. You know, we went Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword was interesting. But that was that was more trying to take care of tech necessities yeah. of trying to engage on the vision that was set by the Wii of you know, having motion controlled Link. Yeah. Um, and one to one sword was, action. Uh, and it was it was fun. Although a lot of people didn't think so, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I like after Breath of the Wild two, 
It's amazing they're doing a sequel. They haven't done that in... I mean, this is the most sequelized kind of Zelda game we've seen. Since Majora's Mask was the last time we got a mainline Zelda series game that was a sequel to the last one. Um, I think they'll do something different after Breath of the Wild. I don't think you need to worry about that. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I, don't know, I the, reckon the, they will. I know, like, just, like, they're putting a lot of eggs in that Breath of the Wild basket. You know, like, they've got the Age of Calamity and and the... Yeah, I, I just... I, I, I hope that they keep doing those because, like, you know, the uh, Link Between Worlds was just a 10 out of 10 game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Link to the Past is my favourite Zelda. Um, I want them to, to keep doing those ones as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, you draw the boomerang. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> so cool. This game's so cool. Uh, so the DS overall. So cool. Uh, it's, one of, it, it's one of the best-selling systems of all time. Um, it is a so cool console. It really is. Download play and PictoChat. Yep. Ah, it, it, it was a really fun console, and it had really great games, and it was very exciting to be a young kid when that when that console came out. It was it was really fun. Yeah. And it was durable as all hell. You know, while my DS is like all right, cracked, Mr. Hinge. No, but like while it's cracked, I turn that thing on and it has got full battery. Yeah, that is that's wild. Mine I knew when it said it was green, I'm like, no you're not. And sure enough, it, it went red within three or four minutes. Yeah. Um but yeah. What what a console. What a trip down memory lane. The Nintendo developer system. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, that's about it from us, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, I really enjoyed talking about the, the DS. I, I hope we do this again with like the Wii and the PS2. Obviously, it won't, it won't be for a while. We, we like to spread out and sprinkle these sorts of things you know, as they go. But um, I look forward to our next nostalgic look back. Um, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, next week we're going to be talking about the metaverse. We're going to be going into Jeremy's deep dive. There he goes. He's going in right now into his into his Oculus Quest 2. How does it smell, Jeremy? Uh, kind of latexy, only because I haven't used this one as nearly as much as I have yours. Yeah, nearly as much as the one behind me that I bought off you when you... Uh, the one behind me when I bought off you when you bought that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like, so, I, sure so, uh, so really quick, I um I went to uh set this up the other day, and I realized I hadn't, uh, I haven't done VR on my PC, yeah, since I wiped my um drive, and so I'm I had to I, I, I had to re-download all my, all the VR stuff. Fucking Oculus software, yeah, nearly, nearly broke this episode of recording. Um, it, and it did, yeah, you were. It's ten gig. It's so big, isn't what it? I remember is doing it? that the first time. It's it's like their it's their home environment. Like their their like It's on the this- fucking headset. The home no, environment is stored. It- yeah, I know. When I run Oculus Home, it's got to run thing up, but I don't want to run Oculus Home. I don't have a rift. Yeah, I have a but you need quest. to install that whole kit for your computer to think that it's an Oculus headset plugged in through a cable for it to use wirelessly, even although it thinks it's wired through the virtual desktop software. Fucking so stupid. 
yeah. It once you got it set up, it works great. But yeah, it is strange that you have to install their not just their. It feels like you have to install their entire SDK and also their example like development yeah. room. Yeah, it's like no, I don't want this. Yes, I, I do not. Please want this make at all. this an option. Uh, so make sure you watch out for that one. We'll be here next week for that. Thinking about maybe filming in a different location. We'll see what the realities of that one are like uh, closer to the day. But be on the lookout for that. We'll let you know when we're recording whether it's worth definitely checking out the so video much feed. Work. Of that one that. That. <laughs> it's going to take so much work to get that to work. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, don't forget to follow our socials at MinimapAU on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. Uh, we're both on Twitter. Um, Jeremy, where are you on Twitter? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. I am there at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, I love it when I remember my Twitter handle. It is a bit of a crapshoot sometimes. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au to find absolutely everything else Minimap related. Uh, for those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're going to hang out and chat uh, for the post show. Uh, f- for those of you listening later on a podcast service or on YouTube, uh, please, if you could, give us a positive rating on this episode uh, on your podcast service of choice. A five-star rating or a tick or a plus, whatever it is. It means a lot to us. It helps us out a lot. And uh, if you've got the time and the inclination, you can also join us live. Uh, lastly, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, if you wanted to support us monetarily, if you want to help keep the mics and lights on, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for $5 AUD, that's Australian dollars, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, all while helping us out and keeping things running smoothly. Uh, that's about it from us, everyone. Uh, this will be up on by the end of the week of the 15th of August. What will that be? The Friday is going to be the 19th. Uh, and then the one was out two weeks before that. Uh, but yeah, we should be here next week with our, our metaverse of madness deep dive helmed by our captain, Jeremy Bratitich, blonde Jeremy Bratitich. Wait, no, next week it'll be frost, frosted tips, Jeremy Bratitich. Maybe it also might just be bald Jeremy Bratitich, depending on how much <laughs> I like that look. Agent, agent Bratitich. <laughs> Oh, I'm g- I am going to draw a barcode on the back of my head if, I, if that happens. <laughs> Please draw it, like, without any rulers. <laughs> so it's just a really crappily drawn, non-straight lines. Like, they cross over each other at some point. I, I cannot begin to tell you the bit potential for for my bald era. <laughs> <laughs> bald era. There's Krillin. Your, your, your Bruce Willis era is coming. There's Walter White. Yeah. Um, yep. There's... Yeah, like like you said, there's Agent Forty Seven, Professor yes. X. You could be you could be Jesse from Breaking Bad. And I, could, I, could be that Jesse. Up. I could be Jesse. Um, Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor. I was gonna say, oh, which one? You could, and then I was like, oh, I know that one's no, not that one. <laughs> yeah, not that one. <laughs> I'll be the the John Cryer, Lex Luthor. Um, I don't know who that is. John Cryer is John from Two and a Half Men, the one that wasn't Charlie Sheen. He plays Lex Luthor in the fucking Super Supergirl show. Does he really? <laughs> yes, he does. Good for him. Yeah. What, what's the half man doing? Jeremy, press the buttons. Get us out of here. Jake Lloyd spoke to me on Twitter once. From the Phantom Menace? No, sorry. I think his name's... No, I'm, 
Angus something, not Jake Lloyd, sorry. Angus something, <laughs> Angus Taylor? The half man. Angus Lloyd? I don't know. The, yeah, the half man. Probably, not, half a, man. probably I, not a good term for anyone. I mean, he was... He was, he was the, the kid half, from Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Um, he, I spoke to him on Twitter once. I think now he's How like a it? really evangelical, like religious kind of kind of guy now. Wow. He like think that was like he, a like whiplash result from being around Charlie Sheen? He denounced the show as like a sinful show at some point while he was still on it. Like it was like a whole thing. And then continued to I be need on it to for see, like- We need to- Jeremy, press the buttons. We need to do this in the post show. I, I need to see this. Yeah, it was like a, a whole... But he was on there for, for seasons after. Oh, that's fascinating. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. 